Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Yankee Stadium. They win the final game, 5-2, to two, to remain the baseball champions of the world. The Yankees, with this 9-0 crusher, have won their 17th World Series. The Yankees again are world champions. The Yankees win their 21st World Series. The Yankees are champions of baseball. Ball game over. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The Yankees are back on top. World champions for the 27th time. All right, welcome back. This is Chase for 28. This is episode number 38. My name is Chris, and I am joined as always by my Yankee podcast, Compadre. AJ, what is good? Uh, we'll go with the Yankees. They won two out of three, and they're winning right now. So three out of four. Yeah, four and three in the last week since uh, we recorded last time. Team's currently seven and six, tied for second in the American League East. But uh, what are we doing here? Uh, they are currently playing the Cleveland Guardians. I'm not like these other podcasters and radio people who can't understand that they changed their name. So they're the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, I'm good. good. I'm not going to screw it up. No. Uh, so Cleveland is currently seven and five, first in the American League Central. And the Yankees currently lead four to one. Last I wrote this down, it was uh, bottom of the seventh. Bottom of the seventh still. Correct. Nice. Two outs. Two outs, bottom seven. Aaron Judge currently sorry, two sorry, for sorry. We are top eight. We are, we are, top we are eight. Top eight. My bad. Two outs and top eight. Forever cool, cool. team. Who is pitching? That would be uh, King. King still in. All right. So Six he is. Great strikeouts. You got a 0-1 count on this batter currently. Nice. So he is in his third inning of work tonight. Mm-hmm. Has he given up any hits? No. One. Didn't give up a hit. Uh, no earned runs. More than five strikeouts. Hopefully no walks. Uh, maybe I, I thought that's how he got the guy on base, but I guess not. Maybe I was. You said hit. I said walk. Oh, okay. But uh, it's all good. He's got six straight strikeouts, one one count on the bat. Love it. Love it. Michael King doing his thing. Still. See what I did there? <laughs> you can be like the next uh, Judge is two for four on the night, two home runs, three RBIs. And again, Yanks lead 4-7. Four, 4-1. Seven. Four, AJ, you had a trivia question for us for this episode. What do you got as we uh, try not to forget that now? I do. Yeah. So here's tonight's question. And uh, I know you have a guess, but we'll save that for the end. Tonight's question is, which Yankee has played the most games in franchise history we'll come at you with the answer to that later in the episode so again which yankee has played the most games in franchise history nice so i i mean i i have a guess and i'll have that later yeah uh this has been an interesting week aj mm-hmm. i've listened to numerous podcasts i've listened to the radio you know i'm a wfan guy and i've watched as many of the games or as much of the games as I can mm-hmm. in the last week. And I keep telling myself, don't live and die day by day with this team. Right. You know, we, we've talked many times about how it is a marathon. It is not a sprint. Yes. Each game is important when you, what happened? Seven in a row. 
Seven right. strikeouts in a row for the king. All hail Michael King. Kneel before Michael King. <laughs> um, by the way, I would be watching, except uh, it's on Amazon. And where I'm sitting to record the podcast, I cannot access the Amazon. So AJ is on the little screen. Yeah, I don't, I don't, this is not right. I don't yeah. like this. My other TV doesn't get the Amazon Prime. I got to go into the bedroom, but the kids are watching shows in the bedroom tonight. I didn't want to go downstairs in the basement. So I'm watching on, a, watching on an iPhone. Anyway, let's continue. Talking about anyway. This. So you look, look, can I, can I jump in? Jump we, in. We do not want to live and die by the day, but there are just some things that I brought up in our last episode that is still concerning to me. And I, All right, I go just, ahead. I just don't, don't like. Ladies and gentlemen, of- new segment concerns from AJ. I mean, let's let's be honest, right? I heard uh, Aaron Boone on the Michael K show today, Friday, um, discussing you know, the game. He comes on every Thursday, okay? Because they, because they had an afternoon game yesterday, he was on there today, so luckily I was able to catch it, right? And you know, one of the questions they asked is like, you know, why is Aaron Hicks sitting today? Great question. The guy who has been hot getting on base, let's sit. I just don't understand the process of. Sitting a guy who is hot and he's locked in. Like Aaron Hicks is pretty much locked in. We need to put him on the field while he's locked in exactly. instead of putting him on the field when he sucks. Exactly. Like guy. Right. Like right. <laughs> I mean I mean, look, I understand you gotta give him a day because he's not healthy or he wasn't healthy last year. I'm not gonna say he's not healthy. He wasn't healthy last year. So you gotta give him time to rest. But man, these guys, like this is the fourteenth game. There's the 14th different lineup. And I said it last week too. It's frustrating. Gotta, I agree. Got to stop doing that. Like, I, I think it's time that we just say to Glaber, sit down. You're not playing. Put DJ at second base. Gallo is up here in the bottom of the eighth and I'm very curious what he's going to do. He made contact. It was a foul ball. So it's a good thing. But I just don't feel, I just don't feel that Glaber is good enough right now to be on the field every day. So let me ask, in your opinion. Yeah, okay, multiple different lineups, 14 games, 14 lineups. Are the Yankees, on a daily basis, putting their best team on no, the field? they can't. Okay, go it's, ahead. It's impossible. It's impossible. You can't be putting your, 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 your best team on the field if you're changing the lineup every day. Right, and, and what frustrates me about that, AJ, is not only is it different lineups, it's, it's I understand you, I, I understand you're mixing guys up with positions, I get that. But you know, for the first three years of DJ LeMahieu as a Yankee, Right, leadoff guy. Yep, table setter. Now all of a sudden, I mean, does he look good in the five hole? He looks very good in the five hole. So I'm not even. Gonna tr- I'm not even going to trash that. I like but, Hicks at the at, as a leadoff guy. Okay, I think I think that's been great. And Joey Gallo strikes out again. What he? No- oh wait, you said Joey Gallo, right? Yeah, maybe that should be my bold prediction. Joey Gallo doesn't make it the full year as a Yankee. Oh, I was in a Twitter space representing the podcast the other day, and I was talking with uh, Coach McCartan. Oh, Danielle. Danielle McCartan. You know, and you know, I, I used to work with her. I know. I know. Oh, uh. <laughs> I know. Um, so she's doing these Twitter spaces from time to time. Oh, very cool. And, you know, it's almost like a mini WFAN show. She was right. like, hey, it's yeah. Chase for 28 up up next. And I was like, oh, cool. I was like, well, my <laughs> name's actually Chris. Anyway. Um, and they had been talking. She was talking with, uh, I forget the guy's name, some guy from MLB Network. Okay. Or some guy named Bruce. Sorry, Bruce. Uh, not, not the other Bruce we know, <laughs> not that Bruce and not, not, and not cousin either. Got it. <laughs> um, but they were talking about Gallo and I got on and I, my question was, all right, if, you know, Gallo's not the answer, you know, it, should the Yankees be looking internally or should 
or what options exist, you know, via the trade, right? So, you know, they brought up Florial and how he's not exactly tearing the cover off the ball, but mm-hmm. might be the current best internal option. Um, they brought up the idea of a Michael Conforto, who is still out there to be simply, you spend money on it. Not healthy though. Not potentially not healthy. Um, not healthy. And then they, you know, again, I don't know if you saw this, a headline that, uh, during spring training, the Yankees and Padres saw that, yeah. considered a trade of Gallo and not other much information had come out. Yeah. Um, but again, you got a guy like that in the lineup, you know, what are we doing? Right. I, I would like to see more guys to, again, go back to your lineup point, guys having a spot in the lineup and not so much shuffling where they're batting. I'd like to see a consistent lineup where, all right, let, let's put the same guys out there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, 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 the whole idea of the rest thing just boggles my mind. Right. Okay. I understand it's a long season, but I can't help but think back to guys like, oh, I don't know, Cal Ripken, who played, mm-hmm. you know, consecutive games, the whole thing, right? Right. right. You know, these guys know what it means to play baseball, right? And if they're healthy and they're they're kind of locked in, as you're saying, mm-hmm. you know, really, what's the reason for giving them rest? Right. I, I I wish I had an answer to that. I don't I don't know I don't know why the rest is so important. Like you got to get these guys started. You had a quick preseason, quick three right. week preseason. And now part of me thought maybe they don't want to overtax them because they did not have the proper amount of spring training. But then I also fell back in my own head on well. It, it's not like spring training 70 years ago where they needed right. spring training to get exactly. in shape. Exactly. They're in shape 365 days a year. Basically, almost. Just about. You know, in barring timing, they right. can go out and play baseball right. at a high level. Right. And, and one of the things that, like, listening to Booney talk about the, the reason for rest, like, why Hicks today? And he's like, well, you know, the matchup. Like, don't give me the matchup with Hicks. He's a switch hitter. Like, what does it matter? So you don't want him against the pitcher? Or you rather have him tomorrow against tomorrow's pitcher? Okay, don't tell me the matchup. He's a switch hitter. He's going to get on base regardless. Um, I, I, there's so many moves, man. So many moves. Like you, you benched Stanton one game, and now all of a sudden, guy forgot how to hit. Right. His exit velo is averaging like one thirteen. He hasn't I don't even care ball. what the number is. He hasn't had a ball over one hundred one since last week, which is which is pretty alarming. Uh, we're going into the top of the ninth, four to one. Yankees went down one two three. Strikeout, Gallo, pop up, Torres, strikeout, IKF. Chapman coming in Chapman from the bullpen. In. Now, something interesting I heard. All right, so we go back to the idea that it's not like the Yankees are under 500, right? right. They're seven and six. But, but Hold on. Okay. When you compare them to the rest of the division, nobody's run away with it. Nobody's come out the gate super hot. Right. Okay. You know, the closest we came to hot was Tampa Bay sweeping their opening series. Right, exactly. And that was it. So now they're all basically, you know, it's almost like that fan graphs is right. Are they all going to be tied with the same record at the end of no, like they will not all be tied. They will not. Um, I don't know what I was gonna say. I lost it. I'm sorry. That's okay. I can keep going. I can keep going. Because you're talking about like the parody, and there is a lot of parody. And again, you know, listening to the radio as I'm driving home every day, and it's Yankee talk right now because they've been struggling a lot and the Mets are very good. So focus on the on the on the Yankees has really been their runs scored. You know, the Yankees are twenty fifth. In the league and runs scored. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. I thought they'd be worse. 25th in the league. Well, does that surprise you? In yes. the last two weeks, they really? were mm-hmm. shut out by the Orioles. They were shut out by the Tigers. What surprises me is this team does not score runs. Like, I just don't understand. Like, you're looking at a team like the Guardians right now who they're not hitting. They're second in the league with a 280 batting average and they're not hitting home runs. But 
they're winning games. I don't understand. They also the have seven wins. Go ahead. Right. They have seven wins. They are not supposed to have seven wins right now, though. That's the no. difference. This team right. is not supposed to. I, I, I watched the game on Thursday because I, I was off. So I watched the game on Thursday and bases loaded one out. Yankees got no runs. First and third the day before. Second and third the day. Like we're leaving so many guys on base. It is atrocious. That's bad baseball. It's awful baseball. And the fact that we've been shut out three times by teams that should not be shutting us out is horrendous. This is my concern about this team. You know, we talk about playoff baseball. The home run is not going to be there. Well, the home run's not there right now. Right. (laughs) It's cold weather. If that's why, fine. Like tonight's a warm night. Judge powered the ball. It's out of the stadium twice. He's been hitting the ball hard, but that's going to be summer baseball. Cold, cold night baseball. Ball's not traveling. We got to get runs home in other ways. I, I, I just, I was going to text you the other night, and I, it was, it was Tuesday night when we were going to record on Wednesday. Tuesday night, it's first and third. Yankees are down. I think they're down a run, right? Tuesday night, yeah. they, lo- they, they ended up winning. I know they right. ended up winning, so I can't make a big deal about this. But it happened again yesterday. First and third, one out. Maybe there was two outs. Doesn't matter. I'm sitting there saying, why is this guy not stealing second base? Because it was one out. It had to be one out. I'm like, why is this guy not stealing second base? Like, why are you having a batter up there, judge, with the potential to end the inning with a double play? Like, these are the things we need to do. Because then if you got first and third, one out, and it was Hicks on first base, he's going to at least make an attempt to steal. Let them throw it down. What if the ball goes in the outfield, run scores, tie game, right? We're just letting him sit there on, on first base with one out for the potential to hit a double play. I, I, I don't understand that, that aspect of baseball. Steal the base. Put the things in motion. You get a guy now a second and third, they're going to pitch judge a little differently. And it's not like you're pitching, pitching uh, outside the judge and it's like, oh, well, there goes that because the next guy up is not going to hit the ball. The next guy up is Rizzo. Or the next guy up is Stan. Like, okay, so now you got to work around the next batter. So why are you not putting pressure on the pitcher? You know what? I agree. And they're not doing it consistently. And it's the guy's who should be doing this that we don't see doing it. And guys who you wouldn't expect to be moving mm-hmm. are moving. Mm-hmm. I was watching the game the other day. Rizzo's on second base. Third baseman and the shortstop were playing very deep. Rizzo just kind of walked over to third base. Right. Right. He's not a guy you expect to steal a base, but he saw the opportunity, took advantage. Right. And, I, and Where, I know where's we, the speed on this team? Right. I know we can go back to Hicks the other night. What was it, Friday night when they lost in, in extra innings? And Hicks gets thrown out of third base trying to take advantage of, of that of that situation, that was just bad base running. You got to yeah. know, like the guy was inching over to third base. You had to know you were going to beat him. He didn't beat him. But, you know, we have some guys who can steal bases. They're just, this is not a base stealing team. And that's a problem. This is an incomplete baseball team. Yes. And, you know, they are a game over 500. And right now the, the, the shining spot, you'd have to say, is the pitching. That's all you can say is, that, well, most of the pitching. Most of the pitching. Right. Mm -hmm. But the problem is we've also seen more so in the Boone era of Yankee baseball that this bullpen is going to be used and And abused. They I mean, they they put this weird graphic up now more routinely where they'll show you everybody in the bullpen and the last day Mm -hmm. they pitched and how many pitches they threw and who they think would be available. But if it keeps going like this, don't be surprised. And I'm agreeing with other things that I heard in the last week. If 
in the next two weeks, and I don't, I'm, I'm a knock on whatever wood I have here. You know, okay, Michael King just struck out, you know, seven in a row, eight batters overall. Yep. But would you be surprised if tomorrow you, you read, oh, Michael King has shoulder soreness and they got to shut him down for a few days. No, right. Or if in the next couple of weeks you, you see these guys in the bullpen are fatigued or one of them gets hurt, God hurt, gets hurt, God forbid. Right. 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 Then what is this team turning to? Not its offense right now. Not at all. And again, there there's holes in the the pitching, mm-hmm. which I know you wanted to speak to in this episode as well. Uh, yeah, for the most part, there's not really most of the pitching. There's only one pitcher I want to talk about. Right, we wanted to talk about the ace of the staff, Nestor, Nestor Cortez, Cortez. Today, right? <laughs> Dude was sick. Twelve the, strikeouts, the fifteen dollar man. Twelve strikeouts to lose the game. Can we talk about yes. that? Twelve strikeouts. <laughs> Twelve strikeouts in five innings. To lose, they the took game. him out. Was there a reason to take? This is what I understand. His, his pitch AJ. count was high. That was actually listening to the radio. It was Easter okay. Sunday, so I did not watch the game. I was listening to the radio a little bit. Very I, religious of you. Nice job. Yes, exactly. That's that's what we do. Um, <laughs> but you got to figure like you're getting all these strikeouts. You know, some of those are going to be foul tips. He's not. He didn't walk anybody, so he's throwing pitches. It's a lot of pitches. So he was up, I think, at 75 pitches early on. So I think that's what happened. Uh, real quick, Michael King's 18 strikeouts this season are the most by an, a relief pitcher currently this year. That's pretty bad. That's our pitcher. That's our pitcher. That's our guy. He was good last year, too. You got a guy on second base, top nine. Does Chapman look as out. bad on the screen as he does on Twitter right now? Um, Based on what I'm reading? He gave up a double. He's got one, two, and there's a ground ball to shortstop. IKF makes play to first. One away. Guy on second did not advance. So, I mean, he's not, he's, he's just, he gave up the hit to the first batter. He's not looking bad. He just struck, he, he was battling against the next batter. The guy, he threw him, he threw him a nasty curveball. The batter pulled his hands in that right down the right field line. Took a little. Oh, real quick hop. to go back to uh, Joey Gallo. And I want to give a shout out to at Von Steingraber on Twitter. General Von Steingraber. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Gallo tonight is over four with two more strikeouts. And currently this season, he's batting 122. No home runs, no RBIs through 14 games. And like, I understand like Boone was making a big thing that like the first series he was hitting the ball and it wasn't going anywhere or he's getting robbed or whatnot. Dude's not hitting the ball. He's just not. The hit that he got yesterday on, on, on Thursday in Detroit was like a weak ground ball up the middle that somehow found, found a way through. Like he's just, they got to fix this. He's got a long looping swing and his timing is just way off. Yeah. Now, he's late. he's late on everything. He's late, and and here's what's going to happen. Let's say now the weather's turning a little bit, and I think I think the weather has finally turned where it should be warmer consistently. So it seems like, yeah, especially here. Here's what's going to happen, right? Just the way we fear, you know, somebody get, you know, somebody in the bullpen getting hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, watch maybe as soon as tomorrow, right? What if he goes through the next two weeks and starts to hit the car off the ball, hits his first couple home runs of the year, gets some like puts together a good two weeks, right? He's streaky. But again, streaky is the back of his baseball card. Right. And I think this team can do better and put a better, not an overall product. I mean, yeah, there's things that they can do. And hopefully, I mean, the team we're watching now is not the team we're going to be watching potentially right. in September and October. Right. So, but you're right. They, they they got decisions to make. And, you know, if he gets hot and he becomes a commodity, trade his ass. And like, I, I, I sell like high. Him. I like him because I think there's a lot of potential there. I think he's, he's a, good ball player he's a very good outfielder even though he made a boneheaded play today uh he's a very good outfielder he's got a great arm was it a mental error or a physical error today 
Uh, I think he overran a ball. He reached ah, back. That's, phys- that's physical. It. Yeah. Physical. Right. So he just overran the ball. So I, I, whatever. It happens. Bad, you know, in the lights. I'm not going to judge him on that one. But he's just got to start. He's got to start making contact. Stop, stop the strikeouts. Got to stop the strikeouts. Two, Unfortunately, two. that's who he is. Yep. 2-2. Two, two, one out. Guy in second still. Wind up pitch. Strike three. Okay. Two down. There's a nasty little breaking ball there. Coming in from Twitter, more about Michael King. Michael King is the first pitcher in Yankees history with at least 18 strikeouts and two runs or fewer allowed in his first five relief appearances of a season. Thank you, Katie Sharp, at KT Sharp. Clever name. Strike one. All right. What else you got? Complain about Cole. Yeah. The title of this episode is, Is Garrett Cole Still the Ace? AJ, let's play. Is Garrett Cole still the ace? I mean, yes, he is. It's just, that's the way it's going to be. He's still the ace, and you, you got to kind of let him do his thing for as long as he can. Um, I, was, I was listening to something else the other day, and the caller called in and, and had a great point that Cole's going to get his his 12 to 13 wins between June, July, and August, and that's it's going to happen. He's going to beat up on these teams because it's going to be warm. He's going to be able to get his control better, you know, so is his control day. or lack thereof a product of the wow. weather? Is it a product of the weather? I don't know about that. It just it was a bad game the other day. It was a bad game. Um is he is he the ace? Yes, he's still the ace. Like Severino pitched well the other night. Um Cortez is doing very well. But Cole well, before we go before we keep uh, crapping on Cole, are are you happy with what you're seeing from Severino, who I have been expecting big things from? Is he living up to your expect I think he's exceeding your expectations. Yeah, he's not hurt yet, so he's doing great. Oh, he's he's beyond my expectations. He's doing fine. Montgomery is doing fine. Doesn't get any yeah. run support. I feel bad for the kid. Nestor and Nestor and Montgomery are getting nothing. Nothing. But we got to go back to Cole because this is the one thing. Like, I sent you this the other day. Go ahead. Right? 11 innings pitched, 8 earned runs, 9 hits, 12 strikeouts, 7 walks, 6-3-5 ERA. That's our ace. 11 innings pitched, Yikes. 8, eight earned runs. And only 12 strikeouts. We just said Nestor Cortez had 12 strikeouts in a game. He has 12 over three starts. Yeah. He has 11 innings over three starts. His last start couldn't get out of the second inning. Yep. Against the Tigers? DT, the Tigers. Yep. He walked six guys. Or five guys. Five guys. It's unbelievable. 12 strikeouts in 11 innings. 6-3-5 ERA. Does he miss the sticky stuff? All evidence proves to that. Uh, points to that, I should say. So what do we do? You got to let him work it out. You got to let him work it out. Will he work it out? He's a professional athlete. He better work it out. He, he gets sure gets paid enough to walk it out. What does he get? 36 mil? Something like that. Yeah, 36. Yeah, he'll figure it out. He, he may not get the 14 wins, as you said, but he's got to figure out how because the team is relying on him to be successful. It's bottom line, right? Yes, sir. I actually had a thought. You're probably going to laugh at me. I thought, what would this team look like in 2022 if they had re-signed Tanaka? <laughs> Not because I wanted Tanaka. Right. I didn't even take the time to look and see if he was still pitching. Yeah, I don't know if he is this year. It's a great question. I mean, I know he re-upped with whatever team he was with while he was back back home. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nasty Nestor will be on the mound tomorrow versus the Guardians. Cole pitches on Sunday. Good. What's the weather Sunday? What's the weather Sunday? Take a look at that. Thank you. Please t- please do. I will. Sunday's weather, 61. F a new game? Uh, sure. I guess so. I don't think they're playing Sunday night against the Guardians. That's true. 61. High 61. 61. Should be clear skies. Again, that weather should be turning. Should be a very nice weekend. Uh, Rain expected at some point late in the afternoon, so they might be able to be okay tomorrow. Uh, Look, 
We'll see what he does on Sunday. More nuggets of knowledge. Another tweet from KT Sharp. Uh, Yankees 38 runs allowed are their fewest Ooh. through 14 games since 1964, which was also 38 runs allowed through the first 14 games. It's a pretty good number right there. So again, I mean, as of right now, they are eight and six. Oh, I remember the other point I wanted to Go ahead. to bring up to you. Again, we have this season-long experiment that I'm curious about where I'm looking at the MLB standings and I'm using hockey-style points. <laughs> and uh, the Yankees have won two series, lost one series, and split one series this mm-hmm. season, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which by my calculations gives them five points, which ties them with the Rays and the Blue Jays. Now, the only thing keeping the Rays is, again, that first series sweep. First series sweep. Yeah. Okay. So, but I realize this is going to be a real pain in the butt yeah. to try and maintain the whole season. I mean, yep. again, this is shared with you. I don't know if you've looked at this yet. <laughs> I have not looked at this yet. Because now I'm like putting notes in of like, oh, the Royals had a rain out against St. Louis. That's not going to be made up until May 2nd. Yeah. So I got to go back and figure out, okay, that for that series, what actually happened. Yeah, you might not want to do this anymore. <laughs> no. I mean, like, when I not, think about it, I'll, I'll I'll do it. Yeah, this isn't like a doctorate. You're not making a no. thesis here. But the standings are pretty accurate. So I don't know that what it would really change unless you'd assign more points or more value to a two-game series versus a three-game series versus a four-game series. But anyway. I, anyway. You're not going to get a lot of sweeps. So it's it, the points are not going to be that drastic of a change. Yeah. But anyway, so re- really all I want to keep track of is are the Yankees winning series? And not getting swept in losing series. Okay. Because if you win two out of three, three out of four consistently, you split a couple, you're going to be playing good baseball, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we've all heard the adage of, you know, you're going to win 60 games, or if you're a good team, you're going to win right. 60 games, you're going to lose 60 games. Right. The other and what you do with that other 60 games yep. will make or break and determine your season. Right. So that's why we can't live and die game to game. With this team, and, and it's not like football where you only get seventeen games, right? 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 And again, I'm not. I'm. I'm trying not to be negative about this. You know, I know we want to put a. I don't know how hard you're trying. No, I'm. I'm really trying because <laughs> it's not like I'm saying like they're they're terrible. They're. I just don't. I'm just not happy with a lot of how they're being managed. Maybe it's my look at how I see baseball. Again, leaving the base. Would you manage this team differently, AJ? I don't know. I. I. I don't know because. Is Aaron Boone even it, managing that's what the I was team? Just say, is it a manager thing or is it the vision of the team? Like whose idea is it to, you know, as I keep calling it, spin the wheel and see who's benched for the day? You know. Well, I'll talk about the. Uh, is Judge benched tomorrow? He just he just came off of the day with two home runs. He got an afternoon game tomorrow. Is he benched? Who's benched tomorrow? Make your pick. Uh, right your now. guess is as good as mine. Hicks spin the wheel. Coming. Hicks is coming in. So who's benched tomorrow? Who Gallo? Maybe maybe Gallo gets a day off. He's not hitting. Hicks is going to be in there. So there's center field. So you got left field and right field available. Judge is going to right field tomorrow. Well, somebody's going to be right field tomorrow. Stanton played there tonight. So he's probably going to be out tomorrow because Stanton does not play left field. You could do Hicks in left, Judge in center, Stanton in right. They did that the other day. I don't think they want to do back-to-back games with Stanton in the outfield. So let's play that game. Judge, Judge goes to right, Hicks in center, left field, Gallo, Stanton, DH. So is Glaber bench tomorrow? DJ play second. It's really messing with Glaber. I think it's a really big problem. It is. I don't, I don't think a lot of these guys can handle that. These guys you have know never what? been benched before. It, okay. Uh, when you say bench, do you mean playing time intentionally taken away due to lack of performance? Or do you mean 
lack of playing time just because everybody's healthy. All of the above. Like right now, right now he's calling it like a day of rest. Right. That's like a, an episode two where we talked about how Donaldson mental. was pinch hitting and he pinch hit like five times in his career. Right. Right. Is it a mental day of rest? Is it a just day of rest because you're not good enough? Don't know. Well, based on what you talked about, I mean, Glaber is certainly in that category of right now, you're not good enough. Right. Gower should be in that category of right now, you're not good enough. Higashioka is basically basically benched right now. He's going to play tomorrow, Saturday. He'll probably play Sunday because Cole is pitching. Right. He's going to play tomorrow because it's it's day game after night game. So he's playing. Trevino is out. Okay. So Higgy plays tomorrow. Dude, Trevino may earn the starting spot. He's hitting the ball. And that's fine. Play the hot hand. Play the guys who are playing and deal with injuries when they happen. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's the way to go. Like maybe we gotta stop looking at like someone's gonna get hurt. I'm very curious what other teams are doing, and I haven't been watching enough baseball besides the Yankees to know. I, what I'm other guilty teams of that as well. Doing. I mean, I see what's going on with the Mets. So like we talked about pitching, you know, doesn't seem like Buck is taking Mets pitchers out at 75 pitches in four innings or five innings. You know, it seems like starters are going longer for other teams, and they're not being coddled and babied like they are here right now. So that that's uh, currently my exposure level. Yeah, but Buck's doing his thing, man. Buck's doing his thing. He doesn't care. Doesn't care. Also saw an article that the Yankees did for what seemed like a few minutes consider Buck Showalter for manager in the offseason. Sure they did. I read an article. I'm not saying you're, I'm not saying you're, you're lying to me. Oh. I'm just saying. Sound like you Okay. No. I don't think the Yankees had any, any uh, inkling to move from their puppet. I mean, their manager. Let's be honest. I think he's a puppet. And yeah, I heard him do an interview, might have been with Carton and Roberts in spring training about, you know, how he manages and what the deal is. But I I, I remember hearing that and I, I don't believe that he's not being told what to do. And they like him as their manager because they can just tell him what to do. And he's very happy to put on his pullover every day and put the pants on and trot out there and, you know, do what he's told. I mean, look, he's, he knows baseball. When you talk to him, you can hear that he knows baseball. I just don't know what he is doing as the manager. Is he costing? He knows baseball, but is he making actual decisions? Right. right. Walking Miguel Cabrera yesterday on Thursday was a great baseball decision. Great baseball decision. And anybody who thinks it wasn't, you're a moron. Right. Like, look, the Austin Austin Meadows, Austin Austin Meadows, that ball was just, it was just a bloop. It was a windy day. Hicks was playing too far back. He was right there. Yeah. Like that was the third out. It was a beautiful pitch by Lidge. People's only problem with the entire is the three way that unfolded is that the guy is about to get 3,000 hits. Who cares? You got to win the game. The Yankees were not there to put the ball on a tee so he could get his 3,000th hit. They gave him three opportunities to get 3,000 hits. I give, him, I give the Yankees credit for not giving up his 3,000th hit, and they got out of town. Right. It's going to happen. Like, of course it's going it, to happen. Over. Get over it. It was a good decision. Smart decision. It, it was a baseball decision. They're just disappointed because they don't get to see their player do it live or that Get group of fans, it. whatever the case may be. Get over it. All right. Which way do you want to go here? Which way do I want to go here? Uh, what are my choices? Oh, you want to go who's hot, who's not, or you want to go low and away? Uh, we'll go low and away the week ahead. So we it. have our current series against the Guardians today through Sunday, April 24th. Then the Yankees will be off on Monday, and then they will host Baltimore. April 26th, 27th, and 28th before heading to Kansas City on the road, April 29th through May 1st. So 
I would like to think that in this three-game series against the Guardians, again, I just want to see them take two out of three. I don't care which two out of three, take two out of three. Those are three winnable series. I mean, best case, could they go out and sweep Cleveland this weekend? Sure. Sure. They should sweep the next series. They better have revenge on their mind and just Mm -hmm. lay the smack down and Baltimore Baltimore better not sniff a victory against the Yankees, I'm going to say, for like the next two years. (laughs) And- uh, I'm not really up on my Kansas City Royals baseball, but again, uh, they're good go team. in two out of three. They're good. They're a good team, but I don't think their pitching is is as strong as it needs to be. So they, they always have trouble with two them. out of three, three out of three. That would be five. Yeah, and then another two. So I'm I'm looking for seven wins in the next week. Are we doing within that the, within the next three series? Are we, are we doing that? I'm just throwing it out there. Okay, I'll go. I'll go six wins. Okay, cool. I, I'm seeing them win all three series. So I'm going to go six wins. Again, th- these are three winnable series. Mm-hmm. Go out and win series. I mean, when you when you think about it right now against Cleveland, it's it's a sweepable series because your pitching now lines up perfectly. You got a right. great great start tonight. Yep. Right, you got Nestor going tomorrow. He may be off. Who knows? This this Cleveland team can probably work a pitcher, so they might get him out of the game early again. And then if you got Cole on Sunday and he's pitching the way he should, it's a sweepable series. Sweepable, but the same way that I'm saying, I just would like to see them win series. Yeah. Part of me starts to wonder, do the Yankees just want to win series? And that's why we see them throw out these B and C lineups in the third game, in the rubber games. It's always been. The th- every every team does that. If you win the first game of the series, one of those games, you kind of just, it's a layup. And then, oh, we, we, we won the Sunday game. But this Sunday game is a really important game because Cole needs that win. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying it's a sweepable series. It is. It is, for sure. Um, so yeah, uh, you're looking for six wins. I'm looking for seven. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Uh, a little down on the farm action, because I think it's important to understand what is down there. Uh, so in the last week, uh, I highlighted uh, AAA pitcher Hayden Wisniewski. You love this guy. Uh, he pitched two games, no ERA to speak of, eight and two-thirds innings pitched, gave up five hits, two walks, eight strikeouts in his last two games. Then we, we got our boy. Yeah, well. Okay, talk talk about Jesus. I mean, Anthony. St. <laughs> Anthony. St. <Saint> Anthony. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say we're looking at triple A. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm very curious how uh, our boy Davy Garcia and Luis Heel are doing this. Year. Oh, I well, if we were doing minor league chatter, I, they would be in the not hot con because they both got shelled. Well, this past week, Davy Garcia, and I, I kind of knew that was the thing, but Luis Heel, I'm surprised. Yeah, maybe they should have traded for Matt Olson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, Anthony Volpe, shaky start in a. In his double A ball, but a uh, grand slam on Sunday for his first yes, double did. A home run. Were you there? Uh, no, but I, I will report on that in just a second. Oh, report, please. Well, uh, am I spoiling this? Yeah. I don't know if I'm spoiling right, hold this off, yet. Hold off, hold off, hold off. Okay. Hold off. I don't know what it is, but so just hold off. But, uh, <laughs> Go ahead, hold. but Anthony Volpe, you know, he's I'm watching him take batting practice because they highlight every single thing he does. <laughs> um, he's just hitting for the fences, man. Oh, yeah. His, his swing is like. I am going to have a launch angle of 38%. That ball is just going right up. Yes. It's a pop-up to the pitcher. From but time the to launch time, angle I like, was great. From time to time, I like to annoy myself by watching Zach Hampel videos on YouTube. <laughs> you ever watch these? No, I don't watch this stuff. So if you're not familiar, Zach Hampel is this guy who he's going around, he's trying to go, get home run balls and foul balls and has his lifetime total. He's got this documentary that came out about him catching baseballs and all this crap. So they did a, uh, like a Zach Hample night at the Reading Phillies, the fighting Phils. 
game where it was like you got a Zach Hampel bobblehead throughout the first pitch, and uh, he's got his little camera crew. He's a YouTuber, and uh, this game that the Reading Phillies were playing was against Somerset. It's the Double A affiliate, right? So he made a point in his little YouTube video, like you know, and you know, I got two camera guys with me because one's going to obviously have a camera on me signing autographs for people, <laughs> and one make sure we also get footage because. The top Yankee prospect, Anthony Volpe, is playing in tonight's game. So there's that. And, uh, of course, an eye for 2025. 2025. <laughs> in low A ball, Jason Dominguez. Here's his stat line on the season so far. Uh, eight games played, and his slash line is 250, 270, and 361. He's got four doubles and a stolen base. Yep. The Martian. The Martian. So we got the Martian, St. Anthony. <laughs> Good times. It. I love it. Oh, uh, tweet from the Yes Network. Most multi-home run games by a New York Yankee before age 30 in the top spot. Mickey Mantle, 31. Lou Gehrig, 25. Babe Ruth, 22. Joe DiMaggio, 21. Roger Maris, 18. Aaron Judge, 17. Wow. Okay. And I believe his 30th birthday is fast approaching. Yeah. So he's got a couple more weeks to climb that list. Do it up. Good luck. I mean, best case scenario, he fin- he could finish fourth or fifth on that list. Yeah, he, he could get two more games. I mean, multi-home runs, man. It's, it's not like something we expected. I mean, 2017 Aaron Judge would definitely be climbing that list. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Should have took the money. <sighs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. He's pressing. Yeah. You know it. All right. Let's go I, to trivia. You ready for it? I'll say, here's what's not depressing. Go ahead. Do trivia. All right. Here we go. So the question was, and you had your guess uh, pre-show. So here it is. Which Yankee has played the most games in franchise history? All right, so number on there. I don't know if that that helps or deters or or what, but I I see the number. So you wrote down twenty seven forty seven, twenty seven forty seven, and I'm gonna guess it's not that's not playoffs, just based on simple math. Okay, all right. So pre show, I said when you asked the question, I said I I would narrow it down mentally to Yogi Berra or Derek Jeter. Okay. Uh, and, uh, let's see, I got a coin here on my desk and I'll, I'm just going to go flip it a coin heads, okay. there's an, there's an Jeter, yeah. tails, Yogi. Okay. And, uh, it came up heads. So I'm going to say heads, Jeter. Okay. So here I'm going to, I'm going to give you just a couple of, just, just some samples. Okay. So Bernie Williams, 2076, Babe Ruth, 2084, Yogi Berra, 2116. That is not the same as 2747. It's 2747. Lou Gehrig. 2164. Mickey Mantle. Were they all consecutive? <laughs> they were not. No. <laughs> Mickey Mantle, 2401. Derek Jeter, 2747. Hey, I got it. No, oh, the coin got it. Oh, the coin got the it. The coin got it. The coin is always undefeated. Right. So I'm going to guess based on math, you know, non injury plagued years, right? He, he played 20, 20 seasons with the Yankees, 162 games. Well, apiece. did you divide 2747 by 162? I did. I did. But what it come out to? 18 and change? 19 and change? 18 and change. But okay. a couple injury plague seasons. I don't think he, you know, missed all that much time. So there you go. Derek Jeter. All right. Derek Jeter. Cool. So if you have a trivia question or you want to get involved with the show, there's a couple ways that you can do that because we want to hear from you. You could send us an old school email and our email address is feedback at chasefor28.com. You can also send us a voicemail. You can go to chasefor28.com slash voicemail. And AJ, as we're kind of wrapping up this episode, we're recording this on Friday, 
April 22nd. Are we going to continue to try to do the Wednesday recording or do you want to switch this baby back to Fridays? You tell me. Uh, I kind of like the Friday. You like the Friday? I think we'll, we'll try it. See what we can do. We'll try. All right. So we're going to go back to Fridays. As long as I don't fall asleep watching TV. As long as you don't fall asleep. So get us your thoughts by Thursday, April 28th at 5 p.m. Email or the voicemail thing. We'd love to get some voicemails here. And uh, maybe this is your first time listening because I've been trying to rep the podcast and some other places and get us a little recognition. So if you're new to the program, get involved. We'd love to have you be a part of this. Uh, AJ, what else can people do to support this podcast? Feel free to support the podcast in three, three ways, simple ways. Count them three. Three. First of all, number one, tell a Yankee fan about our podcast. Let them know, hey, I listen to the Chase for 28. And they're going to say, what's that? They're going to say, well, it's this really bad podcast, but these guys are pretty funny. So <laughs> tell them about the podcast. Next, number two, become a legend. Check out chasefor28.com slash legend, and you can become a legend. And finally, grab that Chase for 28 merch. Go to chasefor28.com slash merch and go get those t-shirts, go get those beer cozies, notebooks, whatever you prefer. There's a Rizzo we shirt sold there. another Rizzo shirt this week. Nobody beats the Riz, baby. That's right. Chaser28.com slash Rizzo. Rizzo. There you go. <laughs> Get your merch. Become a legend. Tell a Yankee fan. And then, of course, follow us on Twitter at Chaser28pod. Yeah, we. Uh, I'm trying to hang out in some Twitter spaces. You sure are. Notice that. Again, it's all good. Might even host a couple. Ooh. We'll see. Look at you. So you can come out and chat live. There you go. And uh, I got some podcast toys, so... I might be able to have me and AJ in the same space. We'll we'll get fancy, maybe. So follow us on social media. That's the easiest way to do it. There you go. All right, bud. Uh, That's another week. Another episode down. Put this podcast in the books. There it is. We'll see you next week. Go Yanks, baby. Let's go Yankees.